as, as we was teaching Bible study, Clarence uh, Glover, the nephew of Dr. Norman Glover, was standing outside, got a knock, he was standing outside and uh, went out to, to meet him, took him in the room, and he said, uh, my uncle had been rushed to the hospital. Mm -hmm. Soon as he said that, God just put a scripture right on my heart. It just, it just came up. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a scripture that we use typically at going home services, but, but God is showing me that there is life yeah. in this scripture. It's a scripture that we are familiar with. We have heard it many times. I want you to turn, if you have your Bibles with you, to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. We're looking, going to begin reading at verse 6. Looking at verse 6. Don't go ahead of me. You don't know which way I'm going. Amen. I'm reading it out of the New American Standard. New American Standard. And, and it reads as such as this. 2 Timothy chapter 4. And it says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering. And the time of my departure is at hand or has come. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. In the future, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day. And not only me, but also all who have loved his appearance. Amen. The thought that the Lord gave me is this. It ain't over till it's over. Uh, 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 it ain't over till the Lord says it's over. Father, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I ask that you would give wisdom, that you would give utterance, and that your, your presence will just saturate us. Lord, I can't preach without your enablement. And we also can't hear and receive without your enablement. So we'll create an atmosphere that that supernatural something will take place. And that the words that I speak will be alive and it will speak into our spirit and encourage us to run on. Even now. Lord, even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I know this text is one that we deal with with eulogies. I have preached it at services over a person that have lived a, a life. And, and typically when we hear this, we, we think of we are eulogizing somebody's life. But that is not just the total of this text. There, there is life in this text. There, there is still some future in this text. Even though Paul in his senior citizen age sit in the jail cell, knowing that death is pending, Paul is still, still living life. Uh, y'all need to hear me. 
Y'all need to hear me. Paul, 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 Paul is, 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 this is his last letter. He's writing to Timothy, and he is encouraging him. He is letting him know, Timothy, I, I know the Lord has shown me what my future is, but I'm still being used by God. Here he is, and he is asking Timothy to come to him because Paul can't make it to him. Paul's situation has him limited because he is in a jail cell caught between two soldiers and he is still witnessing to the soldiers. And I just don't think that Paul is asking Timothy to come because he wants Timothy to be there with him. I think he's still got some things to impart into Timothy because he knows that his time is short. So what he says is, Timothy, I, I still got some more things to teach you. I still got some more things to show you. I still got some more things. So since I can't come to you and we don't have telephones, come to me. Uh, let me speak to my season. Just because you can't do what you used to do don't mean you still can't do. See, you, you may not be able to go like you used to go, but you still can in your bedroom touch China by, by saying a word of prayer. Don't, don't tell me what you can't do. Let's talk about what you still can do. See, if life throws you lemon, get some sugar and some water and make some lemonade out of it. See, see, many times we are still stuck in what we no longer can do. There's some things I can't do no more. But, but, and if you live long enough, your knees gonna hurt, your back gonna ache, you're gonna forget what you went in the room for. You, 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 you just, things are gonna change. Things that used to go up, now go down. It changes. Someone told me gray hair is wild hair. Things changes. But that doesn't mean that God has quit using you. That doesn't mean that you don't have things to pass on. I see seasoned saints. Season mean that, that, that you got some seasoning, you got some flavor. Uh, see, see, some restaurants don't, 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 don't season their stuff. It's green beans don't got no taste to it. It's chicken, but it's plain. Have you ever been to the place that they don't have hot sauce? You don't want to eat their meat. <laughs> Because by itself, it don't taste. Just because you old don't mean you're seasoned. Just because you got years don't mean that you learned the lessons that years are supposed to teach you. See, 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 every foolish person is not a young person. Some young folks that got some sense about them. They been through enough storms that they can teach you something. But then there's some old folks who should know better, but they still acting like. So, so, so seasoned saints is saying that these are 
folks that's been walking with God. Paul got something to give because of his experience, because of his knowledge, because he he know he he know that he know that he know that he know. See, you can't pray that unless you know. See, folks will get excited when a person who's saying that, but they don't know. But when you know everything within you rises up in you, and you say, even in the midst of your storm, I know my God is good. I know he's able. I know he'll see about you. Well, how you know? Well, let me tell you what I've been through. Oh, oh don't, don't, don't underestimate folks who can't walk fast. Don't, don't underestimate folks that you might got to help them stand up and help them sit down. Why? Because it's not the physical ability, it's the spirit of knowledge that they have that you got to take time. Paul said, Timothy, you're the closest thing to me. I, I want you to know that the time of my departure is at hand. I'm not gone yet, but I know it's coming. Timothy, notice that he is reflecting back. And as he reflects back, he don't remember. He's not talking about I was the worst of all saints or I was the, I was the worst of all sinners. But what he's reflecting is that since I know him, I did everything I could to be faithful. Whether you know it or not, you're going to reflect back over your life and what do you want that reflection to be? At some point, there's going to be a review. And you're either going to be able to say, I ran this race as well as I can. I wasn't perfect, but I was faithful. I messed up, but I got back up. Oh, I missed it sometimes. But as I review, Lord, I ran my race. Lord, I fought a good fight. Lord, I gave you everything that I had. I have no regret. You know what I hear? I hear a man that don't have no regrets. Been up, been down. Had some tears, had some laughters. But Lord, now that I look back over my life and I see you in my life, Timothy, I don't have no regrets. Life hasn't been fair. Life hasn't been all. If you look at Paul's resume, he said, I've been shipwrecked in the sea all night long. I got 39 strikes at least three times. I've been stoned and left from dead. I, 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 I held on to a piece of plank in the middle of the sea. Folks talked about me. Folks tried to stop me. He said, he said look, look at my resume. My life been hard. But Paul, I don't hear you as a man full of bitterness at the end. One of the worst things you can be is a bitter Mean, 
went into a nursing home. And this cute, she was so cute. <laughs> Senior citizen is sitting there. And, and, but something wasn't right because her cuteness didn't match what was coming out of her lips. She was so cute. And she was right there at the entranceway as people came in and out. And I saw her speaking to folks. And I said, ain't that cute? Till I heard what she was saying. <laughs> so I thought I was going to give her a smile. And said, hi, how you doing? She said, ooh, ain't you ugly. <laughs> You cute and walked on by. <laughs> My question is when people get your seasoning, what impression are you leaving on them? Apparently, she has allowed the bitterness of life to make her bitter, and that's what you get because bitterness is in her heart. Don't ever think that old age makes you sweeter. One of the hardest struggles, if we all live long enough, is going to be getting older. Mom, Old times was getting worse, and it'd been about a week that her brother had died. And, and I don't remember my mom crying one other time. We were at the table, looking at the TV. I fixed her dinner, and I saw tears lapping up under her chin. I said, Mom, what's the matter? Are you crying because Uncle Ed is gone? She shook her head, no. See, 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 my mom has always been independent, but now I come fix her breakfast, fix her dinner, make sure she has to eat, give her her shots, her medicine, because the thing that, that we take for granted, the Alzheimer's have taken from her, her ability to do that. I said, Mom, what, what's, what's wrong? She said, it's hard, Tracy. I said, what's hard, mom? I said, it's hard not being able to do what I used to do. Tracy, I'm limited in a way I never thought I was going to be. I, 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 my tears is because of the loss that I have that sometimes I don't remember that I lost. <laughs> Talking to somebody whose mom is going through old timers, and, 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 and I, said, I, said, I, said, I said, don't try to make them remember what they can't remember because that would make you frustrated 
and never straight. Yeah, I miss the laughter with my mom. Yes, I miss the fact that her humor, that part of her personality left. Matter of fact, it got to the place at the nursing home, the only thing that, 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 that we could do was we'd be watching TV and she would stretch out her hand as I sat in a chair next to her and I would grab her hand and we would watch TV with me grabbing her hand. You know what I learned? To take and enjoy what life has given. You know what one of my fondest memories of my mom is? We watching TV, holding. Can you take what life gives you and see it as a gift? Can you take what is left and give God praise and think that you got that left? Can you take what we take for granted and all of a sudden that becomes so important that you recognize this is a gift, just the fact we can hold hands. Timothy, come quickly. Listen to Paul. I, I know I didn't, I didn't read far enough, but, but if you read the next voice, verse, he said, Timothy, come quickly. And he says, he says, and bring my, 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 my coat, because I'm cold. My blood is thin. Winter is coming. And listen to what he said. He said, and bring my scrolls and parchment because I'm still reading the word. I, I, I still want to see what God has to say to me. See, see even if you got to get that Bible that got big print, get the Bible with big print. If your eyes fail you even more, then, then, then if you got to get a magnifying glass, if you got to get, if you got to get Bible on CD, you do whatever you got to do to keep the word of God in you. Because just because you owe don't mean that the devil going to quit bothering you. Listen, the devil won't quit fighting you until you take your last breath. Timothy, I'm not calling you to come because I need your company. But I'm calling you to, to come because cause, cause soon I won't be here for you. And I still got stuff. I still got wisdom. I still got gifts. I still got understanding. I still got some things, some experiences to pour into you. Timothy, I know it's soon, but it ain't over. Timothy, I, I, I know I, I hear my name being called, but I still got breath in my lungs. I, I still got blood in my hands. I still got movement in my head. My mind, though I forget, remember something. See, see, too many seasoned citizens has quit living because you can't do what you used to do. 
But some of the things we used to do, we shouldn't have been doing anyway. <laughs> I think it's grace when you can't do some things. Because if God don't stop us from doing something, we might be doing... I digress. The blessing is that God always leaves you. They tell me that if God takes your eyesight, other things become more in tune. That a blind person, though they have lost their sight, their ears, their sense of smell, because Ray Charles said, I can't compose music without a keyboard in front of me. He said, I can compose music because I see it in my mind. I make a whole composition in my mind without a keyboard in front of me. Though my eyesight has been taken, God has given me something else. So it makes up for what I can't do no more. See, God is just that type of God. It ain't over till God says it over. Matter of fact, you need to say that to yourself. It ain't over till God. You didn't pray like that when you was nine, did you? You wasn't a baby praying like that, was you? But you developed that praying through many years of praying. Matter of fact, the Bible says that James had Campbell-like knees. Y'all didn't hear that, did you? That means that there was calluses. Don't show me your knees. But I bet there's calluses on your knees. Because you can't pray like that unless you know neology. Do y'all know what neology is? Neology is you've been taught on your knees. I, I wonder, is there anybody in the house who's been through something? Is there anybody in the house where, where the years of living then taught you that our God is good? Is there anybody in the house that got a testimony? I've been up, I've been down, but my God been good to me. Is there anybody in the house? You may not be able to stand up, but you can clap your hands and say, God's been good to me. I've been young. And now I'm old, but I never saw the righteous forsaken. What I'm saying is, don't talk about what you don't have. Thank God for what you do have. Because what you got left is more important than what you don't have. Don't you know, you may not be able to drive to somebody's house, but you can pray God's presence into somebody's house. Don't tell me. You can't touch the world in your bedroom. Don't tell me you can't change a situation by calling on your God. By now, you ought to know 
sure enough that prayer works. You ought to know that God is an on-time God. You ought to know that our God is able. You ought to know that you know that you know that you know. Timothy, I got something to teach you. You're good, but you haven't been through what I've been through. You haven't seen what I've seen. You haven't been where I've been. I may not be able to do what I used to do, but I know something. I want to know, is there any senior citizen that knows something? That you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. You've been through enough storms that you know our God is faithful, that you know that is good at all times, that you know. Let me end this. He says, I'm caught in between two. He said, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness. So I'm not afraid of death. But there's still work for me to do. Let me wrap this up. Look at David as he's writing the 23rd Psalm. If you see him as a young man, I think you see the wrong picture. I think he's writing the 23rd Psalm as an old man. And he's walking about his experience in his walk with the Lord. You can't write the 23rd Psalms without going through something. You can't use that as an example in your youth. That's a person who's at the end of his life reflecting over, reflecting back over all of his life. And now he sees it from a perspective that God was there all the time. Oh, uh, you don't hear me. He now remembers with 2020 vision. See, when you're going through something, you only see it in part. But when God puts on spiritual binoculars on your eyes that can't see, you now see it from a different perspective. Now you begin to see that even through your test, God was there all the time. Don't you hear him say, yeah, though, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Thou was there. Thou rod and they staff protecting me. Don't you hear him say, Thou prepare a table for me in the middle of my enemies. I had some enemies, but Lord, you still bless me in the middle of my enemies. My enemies try to stop my uprising, but Lord, you bless me right in the middle. Don't you hear him saying, mercy and goodness. Thou love 
loving kindness followed me all the days of my life. Listen, you know what he's saying? Looking back, God's been good. God been good. Looking back, God is good. Looking back in everything, he is good. Looking back, ooh, he's good. Looking back, he's uh-uh, good. Looking back, he's better than good. Looking back, he's a hallelujah, good. Looking back, he's better than good. Looking back, the Lord is good. Right now, he's good. And if he's this good, right now, can you imagine how good he's gonna be when we get home? I don't know about you, but I'm going home to be with Jesus. And I would dwell in the house. And Paul says, I got a crown in the house. I don't know about you, I'm going home. This is our assignment. This is not our home. When you make this your home, then you're holding on to something that is temporal. But when you know this is your assignment, then you don't quit because of your aches and pains. My dad, cancer went from his lungs to the, to the center part of his back, and he's paralyzed from the chest down. The tumors, cancer went into his brain. Here he is, laid up in a, in a bed. A man came in, shaking his head, like, this is a shame. And my dad said, but God is good. My Lord Jesus is good. Can you give praise to God and allow him to transcend no matter what life throws at you? Can you take the loss and praise him for what you got left? Then know when you get to heaven, your reward is going to be greater than anything you lost down here. <laughs> Can you take this present situation, look beyond what life throws at you, and see yourself in glory? And know that glory is going to be better than anything you've ever gone through down here. Oh, what a reward awaits us. Ears have not heard. Eyes have not seen. Have not seen. Have not even entered into the imagination of man. The good things God has prepared for us. Keep on running. Keep on praying. Keep on witnessing. Keep on 
it's not over till God says it's over. It's not over. 90-year-old, it ain't over. 80-year-old, it ain't over. Till God says it's over. Thank you.